Good morning. Rebbe Hashem Yisbarach is starting a new sugya, sugya of Naiver, and uh, the sugya of Naiver we're going to be doing for two weeks. And uh, the sugya of Naiver, in truth, is a very large sugya. If you get into the halacha l'maisa, and has a lot of very interesting halacha l'maisa ramifications when it comes to business and so on and so forth. But we're focusing really on just defining the lav, what's included in the lav, how you're over the lav, and we're going to spend two weeks. So this week we primarily are focusing on what is the definition of the lav of Na'ibu Laisite Mifshel, and Be'ez HaShem next week we'll discuss a little bit more how it applies to a Jew, a non-Jew, differences perhaps, and some of the other details of when you're over the lav of Na'ibu. So the primary question we discussed this week is, whether or not means it literally. So you read the Pasik, it says, that in front of a blind person, don't put a stumbling block, and it's tack of a targum. Targum says, before someone who can't see, don't put a stumbling block. And it would seem that's the Pashib Shat. And Bafrat, we know that there's a cloud goggle in Shas that ain't mikreates with Apeshitite. We do not take a away from his Pashup Shat. So even though very often there's we build and there's many, many drushes and additions that come from the but usually we leave the Pasik Kipshuta. However, we see, starting with Rashi, who brings the Teres Kayanin, and then when you go through all the Gemaras of Naiver, the Gemara never mentions Naiver meaning literally. The Gemara discusses when Rashi brings not to give bad advice. Bad advice could be several different ways. You could tell someone that something that's really oser is mutter. You could tell someone to go into a business deal, which is a bad business deal. You could tell someone to go somewhere that's dangerous and he's unaware. But all of these cases, the Gemara considers to be lefnaiver, and the Gemara never mentions the most simple and basic of putting a stumbling back in front of a blind person. And if you, took, if you, if you take a look in the Tartamim over here in page Tesov, brings a whole long list of Gemaras that discuss lefnaiver, and the Tzadah Shav of all the Gemaras, with different examples of Na'ivar, is none of them are referring to the physical with Na'ivar Le'sita Mishal, putting a stumbling back in front of a blind person. So the question would be, why is it that Chazal don't learn the Pasuk Hipshute? Now there's another interesting thing we have to know, is that Chazal, in addition to giving bad advice, they also understand with Na'ivar Le'sita Mishal to include helping someone be over and over. Now, you have to differentiate. There's two things. There's something called Masayeya de Ever Aveir. That means that if a person had access to Aveir on his own and you just help him out, and that's not with Naivil Asita Mitchell. But the Gemara's classic example, the Gemara Navidazar, talks about you have a Nazir who's on the other side of the river, and he has no way of getting hold of some wine, and he's desperate for some wine, and you pass him a glass of wine across the river. So that's also with Naivil Asita Mitchell. Now, Obviously, that's a much further stretch. What does that have to do? You're, you're giving him the mitzvah, you're giving him the wine. Why is he considered an ever? And maybe that's also something we'll address today, as Hashem, if we have time. So, as to the question of whether or not lefnaivu leisita mitzvah means it literally. So, although the targum seems to take it literally, Rashi only brings a chazal who we mentioned only take it non-literally. And Rashi, the only mention of the possibility of taking it literally is when Rashi brings, in the Gemara and Chulun that we saw, Rashi brings how did the Kusim learn the Pasuk? He says a Kusi who only learns the Sukkim Kipshute, they learn the Pasuk, meaning that 
literally don't put a even a stone in front of a blind person, but uh, they don't understand the real pshat. Now, in truth, Mendy or someone pointed out to me that uh, you don't see from this Rashi that he didn't learn it Kipshutai. He's just saying the Kusum only learned the Kipshutai. They didn't learn the Drash. It could be that you should learn it Kipshutai also. But definitely the Mashmais you get from Rashi, Rashi definitely in Chumash, and elsewhere is that it's not meant to be taken literally. The Rambam, when he explains and say from Mitzvah and elsewhere, the Isil from the does not mention at all the possibility of taking it seriously. And Hu'ad did the Chinuch when he, I mean, he, the whole title of the Lav is Shaloy Lahachshul Tom Baderech, and he says, Loy Lahachshul B'nei Yisrael Los Yislam Eitzera, Avol Niyashay, some Yishalu Eitz, you have to give him good advice. And he says, clearly, and other Yishayinim understand that with Naivu Lesitim Mitzel is meant to be taken only non-literally, not literally. Now, the question would be, why would you not learn the Pasuk Kipshutai if we have this klal of Ein Mikri Yitzim Dekshutai? So you saw there's several different mahalchen taken by the Achreinim to be medayik in the Pesukim, why you shouldn't learn literally. first mahalach we saw comes from the Mizrahi, their aim, is the Pesuk puts together two different Latin. The Pesuk says, Now, don't curse a deaf person. That we know, Chazal Darshan, that it obviously doesn't mean you're only not allowed to curse a deaf person, because it says, So obviously there's no Isser only to curse a deaf person. Chazal Darshan doesn't mean Dafka Cherish, it means someone, first of all, supposed to learn out from a Cherish, someone who's alive, but also we learn out anybody who's unaware that you're cursing them is also to curse. So it just means someone who's unaware of the curse. So Zogdim Israchi, just like is not taken literally. So, with naivel, I see the Mitchell is also the blind, the deaf person. The pasuk is talking about doesn't literally mean a deaf person. So when we move on to the blind person, it doesn't literally mean a blind person. That's how the Mizrahi understands why Chazal understood that this pasuk clearly does not meant to be taken literally. Now, we saw the carbon iron is not so happy with this Mizrahi. He says, I don't understand. Bishlama. When you get the pasuk of Loisikal Cherish, there's a specific stira. It says, Nasi anybody who's Ba'amcha, you're not allowed to curse, telling me not to learn a Kipshuta. We have a stira Hapsukim, so then we understand that, that we find all over Shas, that when we have a stira, the pasuk says something which cannot be mean, mean, meant literally because the pasuk says something to take it away from its literal meaning. Yad whenever we have something that cannot be meant literally, so then we appreciate that we have to darshan it and reinterpret the Pasik. But that's only Kherish. There's no reason for us to reinterpret Lithnaiva. What's wrong with learning Kapshuta? We don't have any reason. There can't be a lot of putting a stumbling block in front of a blind person. And in addition, Zakt the carbon iron. Really, we're not even taking Kherish out of its literal definition. We're just expanding and saying that Kherish means a deaf person, and Huadin, anybody who is deaf in the sense that they don't are unaware of the curse, you shouldn't curse them. So we're not taking the literal translation of the Pasuk, don't curse a deaf person, saying it's not true. We're saying, we're expanding the definition of don't curse a deaf person. But over here, with Naivel Asita Mitchell means physically placing a stumbling block in front of a blind person. And we're saying it has nothing to do with that. It's talking about giving advice. It's a whole different, we're totally removing the Pasuk Mipshutai. So therefore, he doesn't like this Pshat. 
However, there is Mokim to stick up for the Pshat of the, of the Mizrahi. First of all, there are reasons not to learn the Pasuk Kipshuta. Right? What was the carbon iron's first kasha? Is that there's no reason not to learn a Kipshuta. So, the answer to that is there is good cause not to learn the Pasuk Kipshuta. And that is that L'chaira, there's no need for a special lav of Naivel Eshitimishel. We have other places we could have learned it out from. We could have learned it out from the Haftalecha Kamecha. Haftalecha Kamecha also tells us they're not allowed to cause harm. Now, Mandy Fish asks good that L'chaira doesn't necessarily tell us anything very unique. And many, many lavim in the Torah, including the non-literal pshat of giving bad advice, is also including V'haftarecha Kamecha. So you can't really learn that V'haftarecha Kamecha was what forced us to take the, the Pasuk away from its literal translation because the non-literal pshat's also include V'haftarecha Kamecha. And V'haftarecha Kamecha is very broad and we want to, the Torah wants to give specific lavim. So that may not be a very good reason to take but to take away from its pshutah the pshat of the In addition, Shmuel pointed out that maybe sometimes uh, you think it's really better for the person to give them the bad advice, so maybe you wouldn't even go into the haftalecha kamaycha. But I'll call upon him, there's other reasons not to take this pasik literally. There's also the pasik of leisasim damim beveisecha. So that, interestingly, is an achleikas achreinim of leisasim damim beveisecha is a lav, so we saw the meshechachma, Understood that no, Lesasim Dom Vesecha refers Dafka Bevesecha. So therefore, we, how do I know that Lesasim Dom Vesecha is a broad law that tells me I'm not allowed to have any dangerous thing in your home, any dangerous thing that can cause others to get damaged, Bevesecha in your home? If the evil is the next show, would be telling us not to cause dangerous situations out of the home in the public square. That's the Meshachachim's understanding. Therefore, he holds that there's no reason to take this Pasik Yaitsumi Pshuta. But there are those who say that, no, I saw a number of Achreinim, they understand that Lysos and Dom is really a general purpose lab, not to create gen- dangerous situations. Why well, should only be in my home? I'm not allowed to create, you know, I'm not allowed to have, leave a dangerous, you know, uh, tool out in my backyard. If you come and trespass in my backyard and get hurt, but I am allowed to put it, you know, if I, I can't store it in my backyard, so just move it over into the sidewalk, and then that's considered a safe place to serve. That doesn't really make sense. Other Ab, Lysos and Dom the reason the terror specifies Beisecha, is not to say there's no law beyond the borders of your property. Either, of course there's a law beyond the borders of your property. It's telling you, even Beisecha, where you're only responsible, and really it's your rishos, still there's the Isra of Lysos and Dom Beisecha, but Avada, beyond your own property, there would also be an Isra of Lysos and Dom Beisecha. And if that's true, so then it's Taka very understood that the Chazal understood, and this way the Re'im's understanding, that there's no reason to take uh, literally, because we already have a Pasuk telling us that exact same lav. So why would we have a second lav? So that was what forced us to take it, Yaitzmi Pshutai. I, Frekti Carbon Aaron, in this case, we are taking it beyond its, in the case of Lysakal Chayrish, we're just expanding it. Over here, we're totally changing and redefining it. So the truth is, and Andy was pointing this out, and others pointing out that could apply to a blind person also. If you have a blind person walking in the way and you tell him, you know, he asks you which way to go and you tell him in the way where there's a, 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 where there's a physical stumbling block, that would also be included in the bad advice. Maybe not the physical placing of it, but the concept not necessarily is putting the physical stumbling block may enter, get involved in the bad advice also. So therefore, not necessarily totally taking it out in the day. 
And in addition, we the Maskele Dove, they bring in the back, says that could be that the Mizrahi understood that the Pasik means a Kipshutai also, in which case you lose the whole Kasha. The Pasik means a Kipshutai. He's just bringing out from the fact that the Terry puts it in the same Pasik, that's a reason to go beyond the Pashib Shat and add something non-literal. So we have the first Mahalach we have, why are we taking this Pasik non-literal? Is because it's compared to Loisikal Cherish, which it's, the, I'm sorry, not compared. The Pasik puts it together with Loisikal Cherish, which is non literal. So just like Loisikal Cherish is non literal, Lufnaiv Loisita Mitchell is also non literal. Within that shot, there's room to discuss whether or not it means only non literal, or perhaps the way the Maskal Dove is understanding the Mizrahi, it means also non literal. And there is cause, you know, really it's a good time to point this out, to say that it means the literal pshat as well. The Yad Ramah definitely understands that. We saw the Meshach Chachma. And others understand that, of course, it means the literal pshat. Chazal don't have to stress that, and that's obvious, and that's definitely included also in other laven, but definitely does mean the, the literal pshat. We're not saying the literal pshat is not true. So this is one mahalach. The second mahalach, the Gur Aryeh, Maral, he says that what's the makar that it's to be taken Non-literally is the end of the pasuk. The pasuk says, "Leisakal chayrish l'fnei ivel leisite mitchel v'yereisem leikecha ani Hashem." The Torah doesn't say "v'yereisem leikecha ani Hashem" by every single law. The Torah picks certain places where it says "v'yereisem leikecha ani Hashem," and what those things have in common is there's certain isurim that no one else is going to know. Marshal by tchelus, right? It says, you know, "v'yereisem leikecha." It's a, I don't know exactly what it says over there by tchelus. Tchelus is the type of thing. That no one knows if I have fake, you know, that you can use color elon, I could use indigo blue, which is the same exact color as trailers. No one else knows except for me if I'm doing the mitzvah, if I'm not doing the mitzvah. Whenever you have something that it's totally muscle lave, whether or not you actually did the ave or you didn't do the ave, you did the mitzvah, you didn't do the mitzvah, so then Akadosh Baruch Hu points out the erasim lekecha. You might be able to fool the world, you can never fool Akadosh Baruch Hu. Now, Bishlam Aloysikal Khairish, you understand. You're sitting in the privacy of your own home and you're cursing somebody. So obviously that's something that who else knows? says, I know. I'm aware if you're cursing the person. You're sitting in front of the deaf person and you cover your lips and you tell them nasty things with a big smile on your face. Akash says, I'm aware of what you're doing. But when it comes to Naibul Sita Mitchell, so obviously you could, you know, hide and make sure no one sees you doing it. But there's nothing intrinsic to the lav of Lefaivra. I could also do it in a big crowded room. I can take my banana peel and put it in front of the blind person so everyone laughs when he falls. There's no reason to define Lefaivra, like Sitei Mikshel, as something that's Mosul Lelev. Yeah, of course, I could do it in the dark of night. No one else will see me. But I could also, Ritzicha for that matter, Geneva, there's many Surim that if I'm careful, no one else will see me. But the lav is not intrinsically something that you're not going to get caught. Masha Enke, Zokt, the Marau, and Chazal understood that we're talking about something that's non-liberal. What's non? What, that, that obviously, we're talking about something that's muscle alive. What's muscle alive? If we understand it to refer, an ever doesn't mean literally a blind person. The ever means somebody who's ever he's blind to a certain piece of knowledge, and then you give him bad advice. So giving bad advice is something that you can always cover up for, right? You, t- you tell someone that that, that this is. Mutter when it's Aser. Oh, yeah. you, you also got mixed up with the halacha. You give some bad business advice. I made the same mistake as you. It's almost impossible to be caught in giving bad advice because you made the same mistake he did. How? Who knows whether or not you really were trying to give him good advice. People give bad advice by mistake all the time. Who's going to know? The only one who knows is the Yerei Sumlekech HaNi Hashem. So a second makar to take it non-literal would be 
which really has no place if the Pasuk means it literally. And then we saw a third Makar, is weird. The third Makar, the Karban Aaron said, is from the Lashon of the Pasuk, Leisitein Mechshel. Don't give a Mechshel. Leisitein Mechshel, you're not giving him the Mechshel. You go to a blind person, you're giving him the rock on the floor. Leisosin Mechshel, it should say. You shouldn't place the Mechshel. From the fact that if they evil, Leisitein Mechshel, you shouldn't give a Mechshel. So that's a mashma, you're giving the person something. So Bishlama, if we're talking about giving advice, so it makes sense. Lashon Leisit, you're giving him advice. You're giving him something. That we can understand. But if we see if it means to physically place the mitzvah, the pasuk, the wording of the pasuk is wrong. So therefore, that's a makar the chazal saw in the pasuk that we have to touch the pasuk non-literally. Just to sum up, we have the pasuk We have there are those there are rishonim who understood it to mean it literally as well. Definitely, chazal learn it non-literally. There are those who meant that the non-literal explanation is. In addition to the literal explanation, we saw the Meshachachma felt this way, Chazanish also is of that opinion. However, we saw that many Rishayim understood it to mean only the non-literal Pshat, and whether that was because, A, the literal Pshat would be included in other Lavim, whether whether it would be included in whether it's because the Torah put it together is another reason to say that, assume that this entire Pasuk is meant not referring to literal blind and deaf people, is it because it says, which obviously tells us we're referring to something that's only muscle or or because of the Lashon Leisitein is another Makar that we're not referring to a literal Leisitein Mitchell for all these reasons, Chazal understood that even if it's not the only Pshat, definitely the Iker Pshat in this Pasuk refers to giving bad advice. Now, this leaves us with the question, where did Chazal get from to include, and how do we include in giving bad advice, giving someone who's aware that they're being over an Avera, the means to be over the Avera, but we're running out of time, so that's Hashem. next week we'll discuss how and when and in what way helping someone do an Avera is included with Naiver, and whether or not that includes a non-Jew or a Jew, and if there's difference between the Naiver when it refers to, when it includes a Jew, and a non-Jew.